on last week's Irrevelations. And so what they do is they centralize the power into the leaders of like the most important families, which is obviously extremely f- thing to do. The five key elements to a prayer to God. His great sin isn't that he killed his brothers. His great sin is that he married an Israelite. It's okay to kill children as long as you're not a woman. That's why abortion is wrong, but this is okay. Hey, you're not like your dad, Jehoshaphat, or his dad, Asa. You're like a piece of shit. He just lost all his slaves, and now he loses his wife's slaves and his son's slaves. <laughs> That's too much. Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. Well, we could talk about Australia uh, banning uh, cartoons with child porn in them. <laughs> okay, we'll there's get to that too. Of, <laughs> there's a lot of mad people on Twitter about let's, that, and let's that's do that. funny. Let's do that after the app, but okay, before okay. the app. So... After the ep, we're going to talk about, you know, artistic child porn. Uh, but before, before. We have a lot of uh, election cycle news to cover, I don't right? know if anyone's listening right now, but Biden's the president-elect, according look, to Fox News whoa, and whoa, NBC. Whoa, whoa. I mean, we've got a lot more frivolous lawsuits before we get there, but. I trust one news network, and that's One American News. Right. And they have not called it for Biden yet. Okay. So I until went, they do. I'll, I'll say this. I went on the uh, Nintendo Wii News Network. <laughs> okay. They called it, baby. It's a fish. <laughs> Dude, those are, come on. Foreign <laughs> interference by the Japanese. <laughs> they, they never let it go. Um, but, yeah, what a fuck. Let's just talk about the experience, because... Wednesday morning, I woke up and Trump was leading in every single state. Yeah. Which Bernie Sanders predicted. I mean, almost exactly Bernie Sanders predicted it. Was that uh, the states. So we had Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Bernie. uh, Sorry. uh, Biden was losing. But because of laws that the GOP enacted, they couldn't start counting their mail-in ballots, of which there were millions yeah, until after until after election, the election day, day, you know. Yeah. So yeah, no shit. So you wake up and all the in person are already done. It looks like uh, Biden's about to get fucking dabbed on it. And I was just getting ready. I was just loading my rifle. I was getting ready to oh, go. Yeah. And then uh, and then now it looks like Biden's winning. It's just been a fucking hell of a week. It's been a crazy week. Uh, highlights. Let's hit a few of them. So okay. Paula White or whatever the fuck her name is, Trump's uh, spiritual advisor. spiritual advisor. Yeah. <laughs> Who has always been like a total piece of shit grifter? Obviously, you know, just Joel garbage. Osteen, like a like a more malignant Joel Osteen. I was right? going to say a, a more overtly or malevolent Joel Osteen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so, she, did you see the video of her? No, I, I, fill me in. What's going on? So basically, Trump starts dipping right back in the, in the 
the votes as Biden is making this comeback on Wednesday right. and Thursday. And Quote unquote comeback, but yeah, they're just well, counting yeah, a different series for, of votes, but sure, yeah. Chronologically, yes, it is the comeback. There's nothing else to call it. Mm-hmm. The point is that uh, she is holding this, uh, she would hold like a 24 hour vigil, and it's just oh. her screaming into a microphone. <laughs> About we will try the same words over and over again, like very creepy, like demonic ish. And there's just like people like wandering around aimlessly, like <laughs> letting the spirit take them over. It's fucking wild, dude. It, the, the, uh, in that same vein, I saw people like, I don't know, just throwing themselves at the walls where they're counting the votes and like oh, praying yeah. that like God will intervene and like magically change ballots. It's, it's fucking absurd. I'm surprised I didn't see someone sacrifice a goat and uh, you know, I was expecting someone like, did. I'm going to tell did. you <laughs> someone did. <laughs> like, I'm surprised there wasn't a guy just throwing a bunch of chicken bones into a fire being like, but what does it mean? You know, like, like what, what, what are we doing here, man? It, it was so, we, it's such an absurd timeline. We should also talk about um, uh, Arizona they were demanding more, like, well, there's like, you know, demanding more votes and more voting, especially in Nevada, where it was still open. I, I think people were surprised that Arizona went blue. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you can't call John McCain a fucking loser. <laughs> they don't like it there. What kind of pussy dies from cancer? Well, first <laughs> off, he is. John McCain can suck dicks in hell for the rest right. of eternity. And he, sh- and he shall. But I, you yeah. know. But I'm not trying to get Arizona. I'm not vote. running for president. Yeah, <laughs> I can well, say that. <laughs> I don't even care. I still think fuck Arizona, but that's fine. You know, yeah, Arizona, uh, you suck. Yeah, that's um, you're, you're okay. And John McCain, who famously um, was the last senator to like uh, Arizona, being the last state to recognize Martin Luther King Jr. Day uh, as a federal holiday, but. I guess they turned it around. Little little, uh, little yeah. redemption arc here. The little Arizona. engine that could. Uh, but yeah, the people freaking out and like telling Wisconsin to stop counting ballots, but telling Arizona to like, no, you need you Count need more. to keep. Yeah, <laughs> our our opinion is based on whether or not we're winning. We're we're the only morally upright party. We just want to, you know. Um, I I've been watching Trump's Twitter, of course. And oh God! It's it so is one hundred percent, pretty much. It, it's weird because, like, uh, nine out of ten, you can't even really see at first glance because it's like, hey, this is bu-, like Twitter's just like, yeah, this is this is bullshit, and this is not a fact. And he's just like complaining, like, you know, there was eighty million votes that were cast illegally, and they're like, what do you mean by illegally? And they're like, well, uh, they were like postmarked or whatever, you know, like, well, you know, they yeah. read the ballots and then they threw away the envelopes, like that fucking. Uh, why such an effort to qualify whether or not a vote should be counted if it's a legitimate vote? I, I, you know, like this. Like, I mean, what else are you going to do? Bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. It, I've I've pretty much followed every single uh, instance of of alleged bo- voter fraud or whatever, right? Uh, because Jack Posobiec or however the fuck you say his stupid Polish name hmm. uh, tweets about every single one and okay. does not care about. You know, vetting any of them, of course, right? I mean, that's one again, one American news network, the only network you can trust in America, right? Um, so yeah, there's been the one of the there was the guy, uh, what's his name that runs, um, Veritas Project Veritas is some Uh, James O'Keefe, James O'Keefe, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. So they like got a vote, they got a disgruntled mailman with a awful employment history who was like, yeah, my uh. I overheard one of my bosses talking to another boss about how they needed to change the date that something was postmarked. And he's like, that's it. That's the, we, we got him. him. We got him. Yeah. It, and then they, it, the funny thing is though, 
he said where he was, but not his name. It was like voice change and all that. Mm-hmm. And immediately the post office is like, yeah, we know that's you. Like, you're the only one that's fucking <laughs> crazy enough to go to Project Veritas or whatever. And like, or stupid and, and, enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you also, and, and then so they did a follow up where he wasn't anonymous because now it's like, well, the, yeah. ga- the game is up. And it's just like a cameraman following him on his delivery route following along with him and just at and like asking him questions as he's walking he's like well and he's just like getting into this like totally mundane stupid politics of inside his post office and like how well they're trying to drag out old allegations against me and it's like oh no you're one of those guys (laughs) like (laughs) hey we have we have a guy who said a thing that another guy one of the other things absurd that is being drugged up is like um Trump pushing this narrative like we're not even allowed to see the boats. Why are they doing secret things? They're doing illegal things that we haven't seen. And you're like, all right, so you're just so you're admitting you're just making shit up. You're like, well, we know they're doing things bad. And then like yeah. even Fox News was like, no, no, no. There's Republicans and, and Democrats in the same room. And by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but they live streamed the ballots. Yeah, you like can you watch can it. go on TV and watch it. But I then, whenever they realize, okay, here's the problem: you just can't pin these people down because yeah. someone would point out, "Hey, the live stream's right here," and they're like, "It's like 50 feet away. I don't know what they're doing." <laughs> just and then yeah, they're and probably then, faking ballots in front of a live stream. Yeah, right just now. a bunch That's of random people. God, uh, poor George Soros. He must be bankrupting <laughs> himself, paying these thousands of fucking ballot counters. Um, and then I, I, I've been just obviously all over it. Uh, our conspiracy and our the Trump and our conservative. We're, we're just posting absolute bullshit. One of them was, and this is one that's been making the rounds. It's a guy filling out ballots. Okay. And they're like, oh, look at them filling out ballots. Well, they don't know. You know, those are all Democrat, of course. And it's literally, and like people were like, no, it's video. You can hear and see exactly what they're doing. And it's ballots that were, uh, the machine couldn't read. So, so one guy is reading out, hey, there. this is what's on the ballot, and then they fill it out, and then they run it through the machine. And it takes two people so that some person can't just forge it. Yeah. I don't know. So stupid. Uh, <laughs> but more importantly, more importantly, the Republicans had, I think, three different bills that Mitch McConnell squashed that were all about um, election security. And now they're like, yeah, but you see, that's the elections. But you know, you know, the Democrats always lie and fraud and cheat. Oh, really? Well, you did zero effort to stop it. Well, well, now that we're yeah. losing, I was, you know, now it's important. <sighs> I, I expect it's as important as the deficit will soon become. And also, <laughs> well, okay, are we going to talk about Jacob Wool? Speaking of oh, safe elections, did you see that? Uh, let, let me see if I recall. I think I think we talked about this. Jacob Wool, um, another just career asshole. Uh, yes. was doing so, robocalls. Being only, being only like 20 years old, but still career <laughs> yeah, axle, well, impressively, he, the, you got to hand it to him. Yeah, you got you got to <laughs> hand I mean, he he burned quick. He immediately got kicked out by the SEC, <laughs> yeah. and he's just posting absolute cunt photos on uh, Instagram as much <laughs> as he can. But I guess him and his uh, douchebag mid-50s lawyer or whatever were doing robocalls and, and this is this is one of those things that's like the really dark dirty side of racism so, oh you yeah know, where this they, is bad bad this is so it was a series of robocalls in inner city detroit yeah eighty thousand plus i think right. like eighty five thousand. specifically spreading like a robocall where it's like hey what's up this is nancy just letting you know the uh police are using voter registrations to track down debts and make you pay like your phone bill and also double checking for warrants. So racist on about seven different levels. Let's break it down. (laughs) First off, it targeted specifically black voters. Right. Right. 
So already out of the gate, not doing great, Jacob. Yeah. Second, it assumes that they all have money problems and are afraid of law enforcement. So two <laughs> like, more levels of racism. I, I, I'm surprised it was like, guys, just so you know, the next uh, uh, church's chicken is based on whatever, who doesn't vote the most, you guys. They're like, oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> That's okay. You're right. It could have technically been more racist. <laughs> more thanks for racist. Com- thanks for coming up with a way that it could have been more racist. Cole. <laughs> the only way, <laughs> but, but just so overtly bullshit racist election interfering. Of course, you know. Oh yeah, like Ugh. the most dastardly bullshit you can imagine. And this guy is like buddies with Trump. I mean, they don't go golfing every weekend right. together, but they're like in photos together and. Trump's a fan, and he's been retweeted by Trump, all that shit. Yeah, he, he's up there with uh, Matt, a.k.a. Rick Gates, so... Yeah, ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that guy's going to jail forever, Let's looks hope. like. I hope. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's... The SEC, he's got, or he's sorry, the FBI has him now. Good, good, good. Yeah, I, I heard he, like, turned himself in or whatever, so... Yeah, I think it was that or a no-knock rate. <laughs> 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 no, no, he's too white for that. He doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, they got Roger Stone that way. That was pretty dope. Yeah, that's true. God, I saw Roger. This is, we're just we're just rambling, but I saw Roger Stone yeah. in one of his depositions just coked out of his mind or like adults. <laughs> Did you see that interview? We're no. just like, why are you fucking talking? And he's just like, uh, I, I can't remember the term, but his jaw is just going crazy. And he's just constantly <laughs> clenching and like licking his lips and shit. And they're like, are you okay? And he's just like clenching his fists and tweaking out. And they're like, all right, man, we're just asking you about your deposition. FBI. He's like, ah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I love that guy. Really? See that? I'm telling you. We're going to miss these characters. I know. I know. <laughs> I, 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 uh, one of the things I saw was uh, when Biden was doing his uh, last night, I saw the uh, Biden's acceptance speech when they like kind of officially called it. And um, I mean, whatever. The news is officially calling it. I, I, yeah. I, I think I think the cake is baked. But um, but so like, did Gore. So did Gore. Yeah, but I think Gore, at least it was close. Like It was just, just one state, too. Yeah, there's just yeah. too many fucking states going for Biden. Yeah. I, I think it's done. But um, there was all these family members like running out to like hug Biden. I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to have to learn all these people's names. One of them's going to be in charge of the Department of Energy, I'm sure. You know. And then I went, oh, wait, no. Man, I'm sorry. I'm not fucking – this isn't fucking stupid anymore. All right? We don't have yeah. to – Yeah. <sighs> so fucking absurd. And then, of course, the icing on the cake was the uh, – Trump team press conference in Philadelphia held at the prestigious Four Seasons yeah, landscaping we, company. We, we saved the best for last. <laughs> that uh, and it's such an absurd. There's so many questions. It's one of those things when you're like, how stupid could this be? How could this have happened? Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump. I heard, a, I heard a possibility, but go ahead. Here, so the point is that at 11 o'clock a.m., Donald Trump says, "Hey, gonna have a big old press conference at the Four Seasons." And then at 11.30 was like, Four Seasons Landscaping Company. And then you see them, and they're just in a fucking sun-drenched parking lot in front of a dilapidated garage between a sex shop and, yes. <laughs> and like a like a dumpster. I, I don't know. It was just a weird shot, and they're just like walking out in the parking lot, which just begs so many questions. So I, I, let me come up with my theory. Yeah, go ahead. And, and the general consensus is that he must have – tried to he was like i'm gonna do it at the four seasons because they just looked it up online and were like and they didn't plan it and they didn't reserve it so they couldn't get it which begs a question okay just do a different hotel but yeah. i'm assuming someone was like no 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 we already committed to four seasons they're gonna laugh at us 
if we if we reach if we change too much. So we're just going to yeah. pivot to I found a landscaping company with a similar sounding name <laughs> that technically just, has enough space for us to set up a press let's just, conference. Let's just fucking roll with it, you know. What I heard and again, this is I think from the internal side of the mm-hmm. Trump team. So who fucking knows? Right. Is that uh, they always planned on having it there? It's in the Trumpy part of Philly, okay. right? Like it's where they're all their supporters are going to be, all the fucking douchebags, right? Uh, and uh, so they were having it there, and then when it got communicated to Trump where it was, he misunderstood, which makes sense, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, we're at the Four Seasons lawn, whatever, blah blah blah. You hear Four Seasons, but. And so he, he miscommunicated it. The, I but, can't believe it because you couldn't have picked a worse spot. It, oh yeah, the optics it's a are ridiculous. It, every single there's got to be shot, a park like, somewhere nearby or something, right? There's got to like, be anything. literally anything. I've seen yeah. like do it on the side of a highway. It would have looked better than yeah, in front of a especially bus with that porn star shot. <laughs> <laughs> and like even the building they're doing it in front of looks like it's been attacked. So I don't yeah, know what it, it looks just, like trash. Uh, like it just looked like a rundown piece of shit. You could have done it in a hotel room, and it would have been it would have looked better. Yeah. I, I did. So much of it was so confusing. But they could have just used. Uh, you know, Borat footage from the cutting room floor and <laughs> splice that together of Rudy talking. <laughs> yeah, make it happen. Deep fake it. Uh, but it, 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 so much, so confusing. Because at some point, someone must have called the landscaping company. It was like, hey, uh, the president of the United States wants to have a press conference uh, next well, to where you store there, your but... trucks and lawnmowers. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? You know? <sighs> Pretty awesome. Let's uh, let's also talk about Cubans and uh, oh, how the boy. rest of Hispanics well, are disobedient. I'll let you. I'm not going to. All right, I'm not I'll fucking to. talk about the Cubans, all right? Because I'm Puerto Rican Mexican, so I'm allowed, but fuck these pieces of shit. Um, it's the old ones, right? The old ones that hate Castro? No, I mean, well, I mean, uh, you the know. The or I, I, I wrestled in Florida, and every time we had to have a tournament in Miami, goddamn. Some greasy fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, fucking every time you come into Miami, goddamn. Um, so, I mean, I have just general hate for all of them. But, uh, yeah, those fucking Cubans. But for real, I mean, that's what's going on here, right? Is it, they, they, the ones that are in Cuba, the ones that, a lot of them that came to Miami were running from Castro. They're very right wing. There, there is a, there is a, um, there is a, consensus that the messaging of hey socialist medicine when it's being translated to hispanics and latinos who are leaving socialist countries as refugees doesn't really fly very well you know it's like oh yeah socialist medicine there's people coming from venezuela like i don't want that shit you know like i just left just a a disconnect well and it's it's because of uh effective messaging from the right to connect those two things which is obviously horse shit right because you have bernie sanders clearly being like oh socialist medicine like europe and they're like, yeah. you mean like Venezuela's? Like, no, you I mean don't like, mean gonna, like Venezuela. You're going to drop us out of helicopters? <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to drown your enemies in barrels of oil and then throw it off a cliff? Like, yeah. That's what you uh, mean, and, right? And to, and to end this all on a, on a pessimistic tone, because why wouldn't we? Right. Of course, the moment after the election has, you know, presumably over, John Kasich on fucking some lib show explaining to america that it was so close and we almost lost to trump because of the progressives so just <laughs> I, a silver lining in the fucking sky yeah. well i mean the other thing god we, we at some point we'll have to get to the bible but one of the things i saw was aoc um 
Congresswoman AOC, uh, yeah. talking about keeping a list of oh, all yeah. the politicians that supported Trump and making sure Hell they're yeah. held accountable. And like James Woods come out of the fucking world, we're like, put me on your list. Come get me, you whore. And I'm like, oh. I know. <laughs> like the funny, the funny thing is, they're like, what's the. I, I engage with some of these guys with our Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what's the list for? To kill us? To uh, have our families thrown in prison? And just this list of insane things. And I'm like, <laughs> I, think she just, I think she just wants people not to vote for them. No, you're going to rape my grandma? Like, no, I don't think. (laughs) It's a list of politicians, you assholes. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares about you. I can't wait Uh. for these liberal fascist death squads to come rolling in. (laughs) Yeah. It would be funny, like, because, yeah, I obviously, wish. that's that's why, I mean, that, I, mean I, I believe it, Biden's going to come for your AR-15s so <laughs> that they can round you up, you know? Uh, that's the dream, baby. That's the dream, baby. Welcome to America. It's a new <laughs> 2021. Um, so much to talk about. We'll have to just cover it in. I mean, this has just opened a floodgate of change in, in, yeah. in my life, and I fucking think it's hilarious, but at some point... We have to get to the Bible, so yeah, we should talk about the Bible. Uh, a bit of a tumult happening in Judah as well. They're having their own <laughs> election cycle, sort of. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah they're having their own uh, uh, period of change, uh, regime change, as we can call it. Um, yeah. But uh, welcome to the Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Deluski, and I'm Grant Devoist, and you're listening to our hundred and eleventh episode. One, 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 baby. Mm-hmm. Three I, strikes I that means something, but it's probably a number in the Bible. Uh, and yeah, we are picking up back in Second Chronicles, one of the worst books we've read yet, um, in it chapter is. twenty-two. It's hard. It's hard to like just stay with it. I, my 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 um, because usually I used to like listen to the episodes just to kind of like you know just after action review go through it. See yeah. if there's any improvements to make. Trying to keep myself up to focus. She's like, I haven't really heard you listen to your episodes. Like, oh, I don't even listen to them anymore. I, I, yeah. I'm not listening to Chronicles for a fourth fucking time. As I no, I hate that I have to uh, listen to it just to edit it. It sucks. Yeah. But um, at, at some point, we have to do it. So True. I'm not going to do it. But the- uh, here's what I'll say. Let's make, let's make a, a soft commitment because you know how those things are. Let's wrap this up in two episodes. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think after that, one of these days, I, I've been I keep thinking that I'm just gonna have a list of president or sorry presidents, <laughs> list of kings, and be like, okay, and then there was Uzziah, he was arrogant, he did some shit, then there was Ahab, you know the guy, and then you know like just yeah, but uh, yeah, doesn't really work on this. I don't want to spend one. too much time actually getting into the details if we've covered them again, and and, and honestly, yeah. even when it's like different than kings, I almost just don't give a shit. And yeah, I don't, I don't think but, there's. Any I mean, I made I made sure. Really, all my notes are pointing out the differences or things that are added just so that we can touch on those so that nothing's left out. But for the most part, yeah, it's a recap, and we treat it like a recap. So uh, with no further ado, Second Chronicles chapter 22, uh, Ahaziah, the king of Judah. So Ahaziah uh, took over. Um, he was uh, the youngest son of – what was that guy's name? Uh, Jehoshaphat? Uh, yeah. The young, no, Jehoram. Jehoram. The youngest son of Jehoram. All his other kids got killed, right, by uh, the Arabs. Yeah. Uh, by the big invasion force, Philistines, all these dudes came in, killed everyone. Ahaziah, youngest son, only one left alive, gets to take over. Um, what sucks is he only ruled for a very short time because there's a character you probably remember from Kings, hopefully, named Jehu. 
Jehu was basically, what would you call him? The wrath of God personified? Uh, made yeah, flesh? Yeah, if we recall during this time, Israel fucked up. God was like, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to wipe this, the slate again. It's so, so confusing again that Israel was taken from David's line and they're the larger nation and they get to keep the name Israel. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yet they just suck all the time. Always they're evil and wicked and God just keeps fucking with them and, and, and wiping their Kings clean and letting them get their asses kicked. All that yeah. jazz. But as we recall, Jehu, um, opposing Jezebel and the line of Ahab decides he's going to fuck him up at the same time that Ahaziah is helping Visiting. Israel fight Syria. Yeah. Because he gets so, injured. Well, the Correct. Is, so it doesn't is, really cover that in this book because we covered it pretty extensively in Kings. But basically, he's down there helping out Israel fight against Hazael, the king of Syria, um, when Jehu basically goes John Wick on their asses. And right. kills all of them. He get he gets like a contingent of soldiers to help him out, and uh, basically just takes out both leaders. Um, right, uh, Ahaziah Jehoram? and Jehoram are yeah. like hanging out, and Jehu was a general in Jehoram's army. Yeah, so he just Israel. rolls up and he's like, "Hey, man, what's your deal?" And he's like, "I'm here to fucking kill you." And then he wipes out. Both I remember the it was king a of it was a fun scene reading it in Kings because I think it's the one where. Uh, the two kings are basically up in a castle, and they see Jehu coming with his little army, and yeah. they keep sending out uh, couriers, and the couriers just join the army each time. So uh, they're like, oh, shit. Man, what the <laughs> fuck is going on down there? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, ends up killing Ahaziah, the king of Judah, um, and a, basically all of his like little cousins and shit were with him. Um, you remember, he's the last surviving son, okay, so he already doesn't have any brothers, then, like, all of his other cousins and things that might have still been liable to take on the throne of Judah also got killed in this huge group. And so, Ataliah, Well, Jehu, mother, Jehu just happens to find them in a different scenario. That's right. Scenario. Yeah, the point just, is that he kills I mean, whatever. Them. Random bullshit makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, he killed, Jehu kills all his family. The, the younger ones that are still alive back in Jerusalem, Ataliah goes fucking nuts. I mean, this woman gets power for five minutes. And let me tell you, if this isn't a warning against... Yeah. Letting a woman into power. She just kills the whole royal family. It's probably uh, what Kamala Harris is going to do. It's probably what she's going to do once Joe dies. Yeah, once Joe she's dies. Kill, just get she's going to kill everyone in Congress. Yeah, just, just get a, <laughs> with big a, ass, a big ass rock with a sharp yeah. edge and just... I wish. Them, uh, okay, so like anyways, uh, she kills basically all the other kiddos off with the exception of one young boy named Joash. So Joash is a, what, sister, I guess? And her husband, who is the high priest, uh, they steal away Joash and hide him um, to keep him safe. Yeah. And then Athaliah rules for six years. Uh, yeah. And that's 22. Let's just sum up 23. Yeah. Uh, as you recall. 23 is the same story. It's yeah. the same shit. Joash is a baby. He's living. In, I mean, there's some significance to it. So Joash gets saved from this infanticide and is yeah. raised in the church. Yeah. And he's raised, he's I, I think his, uh, he's raised by Jehoiada, a yeah, uh, head priest. Jehoiada and, um, what, Zachariah or something? These two, it's the, it's the priests. There's priests that raise him. Right. So he, he's raised by priests and then secretly they get a bunch of forces together and they uh, make Joash a child king. 
you know, yeah, when he's like six or seven. Yeah, when he's like yeah. when he's like nothing. When he's like six or seven, they because I mean, he must have been an infant. So they're saying that um, they waited six years while Athaliah was queen, so that they weren't putting a two year old on the throne. Uh, yeah, they yeah. wanted they to wait until he was mature. Yeah, they were like, yeah. get some hair on his nugs. Let's wait till he's six. You know, yeah. let's uh, wait till he loses his V card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they move quick back then. Um, yeah, some kind of kite runner situation. Um, I'm yeah. sure, but anyway. Um, so they secretly make him king, and then everyone's, like, freaking out about it. Athaliah comes down, like, what's all that noise? And then sees Joash just strutting with his fucking, you know, just just lean against the pillar. Be like, what up, bitch? Remember me? And they <laughs> drag her to a horse field and kick the shit out of her and beat her to death. And, well, they cut her with a sword. Yeah. And, and I'm not normally for uh, violence against women, but in this case, you got to hand it to him. And, and, and anyway, and that's that's basically <laughs> No, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, rip Sean Connery. He knew what up. But uh, so. <laughs> Okay. So that's yeah, chapter 23. We forgot to talk about him. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's chapter 23. It's the exact same story almost verbatim as in Kings, so we're not going to spend much time yeah. there. 24 is also pretty similar, but then we get into some new content as well. So the, the premise is you've got this young holy king, right, raised up with the priest. What is he going to do? He's going to rebuild the temple, right? He cares about that shit because uh, it was hammered into his head. So he's going to reign for 40 years, takes over at seven years old, it says here. And uh, basically puts him to work, fixing shit up. I think he d- he does like the whole thing where he makes sure that the money's going to the right place. Well, um, I, there is a slight difference, and I, I'm assuming that's what you're about to talk about. That when we read this in Kings, Joe Ash is like, "Hey, the temple's in disrepair. You guys are supposed to be collecting money for the purpose yeah. of maintaining the temple. What the fuck happened to that?" And the Levites was like, "Ah, now we no good with money." And now in Chronicles, they're like, "Ah, it's." Bale shit, you know. And and I think that's kind of a recurring theme where in Kings, they kind of were just like, oh, yeah, the Israelites are wicked. And that's why they got what had coming to them. And then now in Chronicles, with a slightly different perspective and a different message, kind of, they're like, oh, no, it's those other gods that are, it's it's the Baal worshippers. It's not just that the... Levites fucked up normal like right, 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 right. Like Ted Haggard yeah, initially was like, yeah, Ted Haggard was initially, oh, I had a moment of weakness and I snorted meth off my fucking hooker boyfriend's dick. And yeah. then after he came back, he was like, guys, it was all Satan and that hooker making me snort that meth off his dick. I didn't even want to do it. I just, you know. Satan rocks. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to spit up and have a good time. He'll get you twisted. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know. But anyway, so, again, just a slight difference. In, in Kings, it was like the Levites were like, yeah, we just fucking suck with money, you know? Um, yeah. We're just corrupt. And then in this book, they're like, oh, no, remember Athaliah, the woman you just killed? Well, her Baalish priest stole the money. And, sure. You know. Bullshit, but whatever. So now we get to the second half of chapter 24, which is really where it cuts away from the uh, King's story. So in Kings, we do know how Joash died. He was killed by conspirators within his own administration, but it doesn't say why or how or anything. Now we get to learn that story since we're on kind of the Judah side of things now. So what happens? Jehoiada dies. All right. Jehoiada was the priest, the high priest who took him under his wing, kept him safe. And, that and, guy dies off. And essentially was guiding him. The head priest he was, who was guiding yeah. him and kind of like keeping him. I, I would almost describe him as, um, oh, I forgot. Sensei. The, well, yeah, Sensei. But Mike Tyson famously had a coach that like raised him out of poverty and taught him to box. And uh, everyone was like, yeah, things were going good for Mike Tyson. That guy kept his head on, a, uh, head on his shoulders. And then he died. 
and then yeah. Don King took over for Mike Tyson. It was like, what you got to do is you got to start wilding out, man. Have you thought yeah, about just going rapes. to hotels? Yeah. <laughs> we don't allow any. That accusation was fucking bullshit. Fine. But I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I don't believe it. Well, he, I mean, he's sort of tied for it. But anyway, my point is like Mike, you know, that, that kind of, I think of Mike Tyson as like a Joe Ash character. Like when he was starting okay. up and he was raised up for it and he's just a fucking champ. And then the guy that was kind of his guiding star Anchor. dies. Yeah. And then he's like, well, fuck, what do I do? And then Don King, this goofy motherfucker, just shows up and starts ruining place. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so Jehoida dies, and basically they start immediately becoming idiots. Uh, the temple falls back into sort of a disrepair. Uh, they've got Asherah poles. They've got idols. Um, and God's getting pissed, naturally. I got to I gotta say, you know, God is a complete asshole all the time, but... Yeah, technically, these guys stepped out of line. I did, so, I did make it clear what my rules were. Yeah. So Jehoiada's son, Zechariah, a priest, because that's how that works, right? You basically inherit your priesthood. Yeah, it's a, it's a family uh, business. He gets filled up with the fucking Holy Ghost or whatever, right? God comes into him. as God comes into young men from time to time. And uh, mm-hmm. he comes to the king and says, listen, this is what God says. Why are you disobeying the Lord's commands? You're not going to prosper uh, because you've forsaken God. God is going to forsaken you. Not good. Historically, that's been kind of a bad thing to hear from God. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a great thing to hear. No. Uh, I mean, sometimes people get a pass, but. So uh, Joe Ashier plays 4D chess. He's like, oh, this guy tells me that God's going to kill me. I'm going to outmaneuver him and have him stoned in the courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, weird story. So Jehoiada, who raised this motherfucker, yeah. apparently despite all that and bringing him to Prosper, didn't leave enough of an impression that the kid he raised wouldn't just fucking kill his other kid. I, I don't know. You got to think, he, Zachariah almost has to be like a brother to him, right? Yeah, you, it must be. I mean, that's kind of the... It's pretty fucked up. They were up. both raised by the same guy. So yeah. it, it's kind of got like a um, Robert Baratheon and Ned Stark kind of vibe to it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, very bizarre. Though, oh, oh, and now that you mention it, it's almost like a Greyjoy type thing. Taking, you know, betraying his peop- the Starks. Oh, oh. It, Okay, yeah, I guess. Okay, <laughs> what my point was is that Ned Stark, not to get too much into Game of Thrones lore Jesus again, Christ, but I know, Ned I'm Stark and Robert Baratheon were both raised by... Um, Aaron, whatever, uh, John Aaron. Oh, okay, I didn't so know that. They both had a surrogate father together, and then they maintained that bond through the uh, Fair. Targaryen War. <laughs> this, the point being that it's pretty fucked up if you think about it, because it doesn't, doesn't point, the Bible doesn't point it out that they would have been close, but if you consider who's who, yeah, Zachariah would have basically been his brother, and just because Zachariah is saying, hey man, maybe don't do this, uh, uh, Joash stones him, which is again pretty fucked up. You could have just been like, "I'm going to ignore you," right? I don't know why he didn't do that, <laughs> or or just yeah, or just, oh well, whatever. You know, I mean, you've seen it. Uh, yeah, the, the pride. So at this point, uh, just coincidentally, guess who's coming down to fight Joash? The Syrians. They invade Judah. They killed all the leaders of the people. They sent all their plunder back to Damascus. Um, and even though it says the Syrians only came with a few men, uh, the Lord delivered the Judeans into their hands because you done goofed. You killed the prophet. 
it is kind of a, I mean, again, kind of talking about the, the, the morals of it. So, so the king of Judah, who is yeah. anointed by God, it's not like the people have much choice in this matter. Hell God's no. God's like, oh, yeah, it's the line of David. He just gets to be king. I'm going to keep making this happen. Because the guy that God instills in charge uh, is fucking up. The people who are being punished are just the rank and file people who are protecting the nation of Judah. That's uh, right. Okay. And we're going to get into it. And there's a there's a big thing, and I think it's Deuteronomy 25, 17? I can't remember. Um, I'll look it up later. But sure. it's specifically the part that says, like, hey – um, no child shall be killed for the sins of the father. You know, if you do a sin, and then God obviously immediately changes his mind on that during this whole period. Oh, yeah. But, but even more so than that, now you're not even dying for your father's sins. You're dying for some asshole who lives in a city you've never even fucking met, who you just pay tribute to, and then you got no idea what the fuck he's up to, you know. Uh, imagine, yeah. imagine dying in a war so that some rich asshole back in the capital can just get a couple of extra prices on his stock. I, I I just, I mean, fucking hell. Why do it? Yeah, and you have to imagine, Joash does not give a shit about these people, so it's not even affecting him in the slightest. I mean, this is a guy who just stoned his, basically, his stepbrother uh, on a whim. This guy doesn't care if some fucking peasants die halfway across the country. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I mean, when you think about, like, why even have a king, what does a nation do? It, I, I, I have to imagine his entire job essentially is just maintaining an army to protect borders and get spoils so that you can then collect prosper yeah. yeah you know it's not like it's not like he's running the stock market or some shit you know what i mean yeah. it's just it, that you know it's not like he's passing legislation it's just kind of just sitting there warring the fuck out of the place so it, making some calls yeah yeah uh, the Syrians, though, also, when they uh, invaded, managed to wound Joash, and in his weakened state, uh, his officials conspired against him for murdering uh, Zechariah and killed his ass. Um, and uh, they buried him in Jerusalem, but not in the tomb of the kings. The, Got his ass. The ultimate dab. Like, sorry, you, you go into yeah. a different plot, which is, I don't know. I mean, the Bible has consistently made a point of where people are buried. So obviously they, it's part of their culture that they give a shit, you know, like because uh, yeah. I think it was like Abraham who buried Sarah, and made like a big fucking deal about buying the field and putting a cave and then and burying her. So so obviously where you get buried has more significance. It's not yeah. like you just consider your body a bag of bones or whatever the fuck. But I mean, yeah, even elephants believe that. Um, <laughs> so one thing that's interesting here that I feel is pretty transparent compared to some of the messages that are folded into the Bible. This is pretty obviously written by priests to show you that without a priest to guide you, <laughs> going to get in trouble. Yeah, don't fuck. Well, I mean, yeah, Jehoiada's story. So Jehoiada dies, yeah, right. Uh, and has a son named Amaziah, which will come into, he reigns his place at the end of 24. But, uh, you mean Joash dies? Joash dies. What did I say, Jehoiada? Yeah. Jehoiada. Uh, yeah, well, all right, Joash. But Anyways. Joash being, what, what's his story? He was a uh, child king raised in the church and basically a puppet for the church. And as long as that was happening, life was good. And then the yep. second he stopped being a fucking puppet and started thinking for himself, shit went south. So, you know. 
pay attention. Yeah, just how uh, when England separated from the Catholic Church, they famously fell off the map and didn't become the biggest empire on the planet. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you gonna do against the Pope? Um. <laughs> it is funny, though, how this does very much reflect in the papacy, I think, and like with the way Catholics ran things, where they were over the kings, basically, you know? Right. Like the, most of the kings served at the... Uh, the mercy of the, the Vatican it's or whatever. It's a good racket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and, then, and then finally, 24. like, this is what happens when you kill priests, you know? Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it unless they're bad priests, then do it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> do it early and often. As much as you can. Um, okay, chapter 24 is in. Chapter 25, next up, Amaziah, as Cole said, the uh, son of Joash. He took over at 25 years old. Uh, and he's going to reign for 29 years. Now, most of this chapter is kind of the same, for a while at least. Um, it talks about a conscription that he does. He raises up a bunch of troops. And then he goes a step further to do this uh, war that he wants to do and calls in a bunch of Israelite troops. So he basically hires them out. Um, he pay- it says he pays 100 talents to uh, hire Israelite troops to help him out in his war. Yeah, like but- mercenaries. He hires a bunch of Israelites. Yeah, but they're, you know, they're cousins, they're neighbors, they're brothers. However, as he does this, a man of God comes to him and says, Hey, brother, look, uh, you can't march with the Israelite troops. They've been total fucking pieces of shit lately. They're going to bring down your whole vibe, you know? Uh, Especially since the current leadership in Israel was specifically anointed by God to remove the last leadership. Like, no, no, they're evil. Like, what is he even doing up there? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like when you're you're organizing a bachelor party, you get all your boys together, and there's the one guy that's with the group, and he's like, "We're gonna we're gonna kill the hooker tonight," <laughs> and you gotta be like, "You gotta just get that guy out." Yeah, get he that guy out of there, man. Because even if no one's listening to him, he's gonna bring everything down to his level. So you gotta <laughs> you gotta exclude him. Well, you what you gotta do is you gotta give him his own hooker at a different <laughs> hotel. Like he just shows up. There's the wood hooker tied to the chair. He's like, "All right, just keep him busy over there." Okay, he's well, fine. He's fine. <laughs> Oh no! He's a bro. <laughs> Bros, literally before hoes. I'm not gonna fucking. Yeah. I'm not gonna ruin my vacation for this. Yeah, great, great. And that's always the that's always the bride's brother is that guy, right? The fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so he he listens to the guy and he basically sends the Israelites back home, saying, "Get out of here." Now, for some reason, the Israelites are pissed about this, which doesn't make sense because they got to keep their money. Well, so it's like they got paid to show up, but I think they were also expecting spoils. So pl- okay, Plum. to me it sounds like let's say that I pay a guy to fix the roof on my house. He comes over, the spirit of God descends on me, comes inside me, right, and says, "Grant, he's a he's a Jew. Don't let him fix your roof. <laughs> he's the wrong kind of Jew, not the good kind yeah. of Jew. He's the he's you know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking uh, about evangelical Christian God, right, right. Obviously, right, right. I worried about. <laughs> I, I, the analogy I think of is like um, you're gonna hire a mechanic, right? Yeah. And there's a hundred dollar like service fee whether they come out or not. And they're like, oh, and you're like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. And they're like, well, fuck. I mean, the hundred dollar service fee was just so I could get in there and then put you over the barrel for all the plumbing and shit. You know, sure, like, you need sure. a new washing machine. We got one in the back of the truck. We can give it to you. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like you know, that's fair. You know the so. Th- He's he was looking forward to a lot more profit, right? Or the Israelites right, right, were, right. yeah. That that's probably true. And they they probably just want to kill people because they're awful. 
Yeah, I mean, that's so. when in Rome. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Amaziah's like, all right, go home. I'm a good boy for God. And then he uh, <laughs> goes to the Valley of Salt and kills thousands of the people of Seir, which is... Uh, 10,000, yeah. It just goes <laughs> ham on them. That's how you know he's um, a good godly person. And it says... It says the army of Judah also captured 10,000. So they killed 10,000. They captured another 10,000, took them to the top of a cliff, and threw them down so that they were dashed to pieces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what you, the fuck, dude? When, when, you're, when you're killing mass groups of people, you do want to kind of do it methodically. I guess. That's, that's one way let's of ask looking him, at let's this. Let's ask you a real question Do we believe these numbers? Do we think no. they could? Do we? Do we really do they think push that they ten thousand people off a cliff? Eventually, they're not even going to fall. When you're, it's going to be like that scene from Back to the Future <laughs> where he falls off the building and he's like, oh, "I'm on this pile of bodies." <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't know, man. I feel like your arms would get tired. Ten thousand people thrown off a rock. I don't know. I don't know if I believe yeah. it. Maybe they died of exposure. That's possible. Just left them stranded out there. Probably there was only like seventy guys. Right. <laughs> Uh, all right, it's getting darker and darker. Uh, so, uh, I guess so. So while he's doing this, I guess those Israelites raided Judah since they'd already like had all their armies. That's kind of the side story. Yeah. Which right. smart. Yeah. Yeah, hand it to him. Yeah. Double dipping, baby. Players gonna play. Um. So stupidly, Amaziah returns from slaughtering the Edomites and the Syrian Syrian people, whatever, but brings back a bunch of their gods. And set them up as his own gods. Now, a prophet comes to him from God and says, Listen, motherfucker, you just killed everyone there with the help of your god. Why do you want to worship their gods that clearly just let them down? Like, honestly, the logic is baffling. It, it, it is kind of confusing. You just smashed their gods. He's like, you know what, though? I think I'm going to start worshiping these guys. Like, are you, are you high? Are you stupid? Yeah. It's insane. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, that, again, it sounds like a cop. I don't know what the fucking point of it is. You know, it, it, it literally makes so little sense that it makes you wonder. And, and, and this is one of the things that's really bothered me about kind of the way Christians treat polytheism or paganism or anything else, really. Any any belief in God yeah. that isn't theirs. As if it's – as if faith is just something you can just throw around. Like it, like there's, it's tied to so little that if you just have a bad day, you're like, well, I guess I don't worship God now. I guess I'm Muslim. And they're like, how did you? What? No, you gotta take a t- drink some tea and then come back to God. Like it's so minuscule how you actually feel. It, it almost kind of feels like when they're like when people are like, um, oh well, without the Bible, what's to stop you from murdering and raping and killing people? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like I don't. That's just horrifying. <laughs> from from the outside in, it just seems like such an absurd concept. That, like, oh, yeah, well, I believe in God, but then I decided to grab these poles. Like, is that what faith is to you? Is it such a meaningless fucking thing that you can just see yeah. another pole and be like, ah, yeah, that's what I worship now? Because it's as. It Especially makes... in the times when God was physically manifest so often. <laughs> right. Right. You're like, well, I'm just in my bedroom at night talking to myself anyway. I mean, does it really matter who the fuck I'm? I mean, yeah, you think about it. I feel like a lot of Christians do that in modern America, though, and this is a bit of a tangent, but like, how many Christians also kind of subscribe to like horoscope shit or, you know, to like weird hoodoo fucking weird, you know, th- stuff like that. I guess superstitious. I, I guess you're actually changing my mind completely without thinking about, you know, like people with horoscopes and shit. Like when you find random, I mean, honestly, I mean, think about all those people that were like, oh, 5G causes COVID. You're like, all right, you'll believe any. <laughs> 
You'll believe any dumb shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, People suck, whatever. man. Maybe that. Maybe In a good enough. way, though. Fair enough. Uh, um, okay, so what else happened in 25 well, Yeah, here? so the guy's like, yeah, uh, you you know, you're worshiping the gods you just destroyed. Something's fucking wrong with you. Uh, God's going to kill you. That's per usual. Yeah. Uh, so then um, Amaziah has another problem to deal with. As Cole mentioned, the Israelites who were turned away from getting their hands dirty fighting Edomites were raiding Judah. Um, and so Amaziah basically turns to the, you know, sends, sends a challenge to uh, Jehu, the, uh, or sorry, Jehu's son, Jehoaz, the king of Israel. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's fucking go, buddy. Yeah, what the fuck, uh, bro? It's time to fight. So this is Jehu who killed, what, his dad or his granddad? His grandfather. Because he killed. Yeah, he Jehu killed, killed his grandfather. It's Amaziah. this guy's son. So they kind of have, there's a little bit more of a, this guy is a usurper of the Israelite throne, right? He's he's the newest family. Well, um, yeah, it killed your grandfather, but whatever. I, yeah. I I think it's also like in Kings when we covered this story, there really was it, the, the in Kings the story was uh, Amaziah kills a bunch of Edomites, feels real good about himself, and goes, you know what? I'm pretty much fucking invincible. It's time to go kill Jehu, the guy that killed my grandpa. Yeah, uh, and Jehu goes uh, basically the same thing. Be like. Um, um, the thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon saying, give your daughter to my son as a wife and a wild beast that was in Lebanon passed by and trampled by the thistle. I don't know, whatever. But basically, and then there's some other bullshit. I don't know why I read that part. <laughs> yeah. sense. But he didn't follow us up and be like, hey man, you had a good war. Don't make me come and kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rest on your laurels for a little bit, if you will. Yeah. What, you think just because you beat a, a, a fucking Division two high school team, you think you're ready for the champ? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then- so here's another little moment where God breaks the fourth wall. Because Amaziah, it says, will not listen. He does not listen to Jehoash. He wants to go to war. And it says that the reason that he wouldn't listen to Jehoash is because God worked inside of him. Because he wanted the Israelites and Judeans to go to war against each other so that Judah could get fucked up. Right? God so loves civil war in the Middle East, yes. Because um, Amaziah took those Baalish and bullshit idols from the Edomites, God is now punishing him by taking away his agency and not allowing him to stop from going to war against Israel, his fucking cousins, right? right. So because of that, God flips a switch in him, just like he did with Pharaoh, just like he did with a couple other characters that we've encountered. Um I think in Judges. And we'll have to check. I don't God. think that was the context in Kings. I think it was just Amaziah. No, it was not. Yeah. This is new. Uh, God stopped him from listening or from being smart. Uh, and so Joash uh, basically goes out and uh, captures Amaziah, kicks his ass, breaks down a wall in Jerusalem br- from one gate to another, about 400 cubits long, which is... Basically know, destroys the walls of Jerusalem, captures Amaziah. Yeah, 600 kicks, feet of wall, which is pretty substantial. Kicks the absolute shit. Uh, yeah, just kicks the shit out of uh, Judah like it was no big deal. And again, these are like some awful usurper, terrible Israelites, but God's just going to hook them up for a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, uh, he lived for um, another 15 years after the death of Jehoash. Um, and it says, if you want to know any more about this guy, go read about it. And you don't. Uh, no. Now, those 15 years, they're in captivity, if I'm mistake- if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, he is, I think. I, I think Amaziah basically spends the rest of his life in captivity, technically as a captive king, uh, which changes the timeline because uh, 
getting into chapter 26 is Amaziah's son, Uzziah? Uzziah. Uzziah. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Um, who begins a co-regency almost immediately because his dad's been captive. So technically there's two kings at this time, but Amaziah's in captivity, blah, blah, blah. Correct. Um, so on to eventually, yeah, Amaziah like runs away and gets caught and killed by some guy named Lachish. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Chapter 26. This is about the kingship of Uzziah, uh, the son of Amaziah. Now in Kings, there wasn't an Uzziah because he went by Azariah, but in Chronicles, we're calling him Uzziah because there's another Azariah in the story. I don't know what any of that means, but you kind of need to know it uh, if you're going to look at the Bible big picture. So uh, Uzziah is 16 years old. He becomes king, and he's going to reign for 52 years. Pretty substantial. Uh, hilariously, the Bible here says he did what was right in the eyes of God, just as his father. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, okay. I doesn't even make sense. His father is fucking deposed and lost the war <laughs> against his, like, what's a piece of shit? He's living uh, like a know. fucking castrated pig. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, let's just sum up Uzziah. So Uzziah reigns for 52 years. He, yeah, he's a builder. He, he's, quote unquote, a good king. He builds towers. He fortifies cities. He does really well. And he, I guess here's the story of Uzziah is that he got a little too big for his britches, kind of what we saw who, with his who father. Would yeah, who wouldn't? Um, and decides that he thinks he's doing so well that he's earned the right to burn incense in the temple. Whoa. And let me tell you something, bro. As we mentioned, if you tried a priest without that priest license, going to go shit. So Again, a almost back-to-back lessons about what kings <laughs> should do and shouldn't do here, right, right? Right, So know your fucking place, trash. So Uzziah yeah. thinks he's good enough to light incense. This is all he does is light some incense in the temple without permission. Azariah, uh, the chief priest, sees him coming into the temple like, yo, bro, what the fuck do you think you're doing? He's got the little incense. He's like, I thought I'd just light some incense. He's like, whoa, you're about to fucking get the... You're about to get you're about to get a hurt on you, bro. And he's like, "Nah, man. I mean, I'm the king of Israel. I've been here for five fucking decades. I do a real good job. I'm pretty sure I can light a fucking candle." And they're like, "Nope." And then God gives him leprosy. And <laughs> it says immediately it sprouted out on his forehead. So yeah, ugh, bro, you ugly. You are ugly now. This um, and he has leprosy for the rest of his life. A sixty-eight year old man. <laughs> yeah. So just covered in leprosy, has to live the rest of his life in like a separate house built for him, the dirty, filthy leper. He was banned from ever going in the temple again. Um, And his son basically had to take over early uh, just because his dad was in fucking leper town. Yeah, you can lead a good life all your fucking days. You try to light incense (laughs) at the wrong time? Sorry, bro. Not friends anymore. You're not coming to my birthday party. I like to think about how all the lepers like lived outside the city, you know, right. like at the walls and shit. And then this guy gets leprosy and gets immediately flown to Walter Reed <laughs> and is taken care of. I've Fucking the, a team of doctors in his own house. Yeah, yeah. it's not fair. Even inequality. Even, yeah, it's a, it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so that's chapter twenty six. Uh, let's do one more chapter twenty seven. Super short. This is about Jotham, uh, who is Isaiah's son, the one that takes over when his dad gets leprosy. Uh, he's 25 years old when he becomes king. He rules for about 16 years. It says he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just like his father, who, again, didn't do – who has leprosy because he was so bad. <laughs> so Yeah, but although he didn't go to the temple, I guess that's the lesson he had to learn. You know? Yeah. He's it's like, just, oh, fuck. Unlike his father, he never entered the temple. 
Um, he rebuilt some more stuff just like his dad had done. So they're kind of just recovering from all the fuck ups that happened under Amaziah. Also a great man. Really pisses me off. In the same way that uh, in the Israel stories and Kings, every single king gets a, and he was bad, yeah. just like Jeroboam. <laughs> yeah. These guys always get a, and he was good, just like his daddy. Yeah. When they're not, they're the same yeah, fucking just, shit. Just give him a pass, whatever. You know. Did he light <sighs> some incense at the wrong time? I guess he's all right. I guess he gets a pass. Insane. Um, the only thing that's new about Jotham, so Jotham's little chapter here is very short. It's almost the exact same as it is in Kings, except it lets us know that he did wage war against the Ammonites and conquered them. Um, and they ended up paying a bunch of money and uh, giving him a bunch of tribute. And uh, yeah, that was his life. He he walked steadfastly before the Lord, yada, 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 16 years of rule. And he made a lot of money, so good for him. Cha-ching, baby. And that's... Gotta chase that bread. Uh, he'll be succeeded by Ahaz in the next episode. I think that's as far that's as... That's right. As far as we'll get today. We'll call it today at the end of chapter 27. And I'm liking, there. We'll I'm liking the pace thus far. I think that's as much time as I feel like doing these chapters. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get and I think... Let's see. So we're going to pick up on 28, and uh, there's only 36. We can probably knock that out next week. God willing. Um, we'll make it happen. Because this is all going to... Remember, we're getting to the point where the decline starts to really pick up pace. I think we have Hezekiah left, who was a good king. But other than that, everyone's just going to be a fucking shit roller coaster right into the bowels of, <laughs> of Middle East hell. Yeah, yeah you Could got it. Fu- <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to scatter all around into the, like, the desert and out in the, you know, live as refugees. And yeah. it's gonna be I don't think there's that much to talk about as far as recapping what we learned. But I, I think the general theme of this episode has just been like, I don't know. Don't don't try. It was very it was very pointed actually. The, I think it was listen yeah, to priests. Do, do what the priests tell you, or else. Yeah, which is pretty much what it always is anyway. So, great. Yeah, always have a priest advisor. Always listen to what they say. Have don't to, go inside the temple if you're not allowed to. You know, only stay in the parts where you're allowed to be. Um, they never mentioned if just, any of these spiritual advisors just did a 24 hour rantathon to like help them out. Oh yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if, well, do you know what? Where'd she get that idea? Did. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they probably did do that. Like, before battle and shit, you know, they're out there, like, doing weird, dancing around fires oh, and, yeah. like, oh, yeah. throwing bones I and mean, stuff. Even David was just rubbing his fucking nuts on shit. Like, look at this shit. Yeah. Well, that's why they were getting the Shara poles and stuff. Any, I mean, think about how brutal this world was. Anything that you could take that might give you an edge in a fucking nasty battle with, like, swords and shit, oh, I'm yeah. taking it. You goddamn know it. I'll fuck, yeah. Oh, I got to suck this goat off? <laughs> <laughs> and those guys have knives. I'm not going to get fucking Give me my stabbed. chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, all right. Let, yeah, we, we, got, we got more we want to talk about. I, 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 uh, briefly. We haven't really, but so let's, let's, what's our Twitter handle? Okay. If you don't already, follow us on Twitter at Bible Pimps, common spelling. And if you want to send us an email, you can do that. Revelations podcast gmail.com so we're gonna get into australian kitty porn but what i will mostly want to talk about <laughs> is i i roll, reading this and rolling it through my head it really made me think of um so we have christian friends yeah and i'm starting to use that term very fucking lightly because uh, i keep rolling i keep rolling this idea in my head and i can't get away from it what was just like the amount of people who came out disappointed about trump's loss Oh, like, sure. oh, let's see what the liberals do now. And I'm like, I thought, you know, so wait a minute. You, you what, what are you actually butthurt about? You were okay with kids in cages. You were okay with, with war and, and, and treating minorities and poor people like piece of shit. And val- what, what do you actually like? And I'm like, well, I'm just worried about what my taxes are going to do. And I'm like, isn't that, 
kind of the opposite of the point? Am I high? Am I missing something? Is there something I don't get here? And and I was like, it, it, you know, and I, the, the idea that they're all giving Trump a pass, and, and maybe the story of the the this election is like, even if you the fact that he lost Arizona, lost all this, and, and lost Georgia, yeah. and and they're surprised, like as if Trump hasn't been an absolute cunt to yeah. John McCain and uh, who was that other guy that just died that um was he a senator oh, or a congressman John Lewis John Lewis yeah from Baltimore yeah and, and just all these instances of just not giving an absolute shit um and then then losing like surprise Pikachu face or whatever the fuck but you know and and you're just like yeah how can you support someone who's an absolute piece of shit and then the one I heard that I just been shocked with was like well you know uh um was it Matthew or who was the guy that wrote most of the Bible that he was talking about? Uh, Mark, Mark. Oh, oh, Paul. Paul. Well, Paul wrote most of yeah. the Bible, and he was a hired hitman that killed Jews. So, what does that tell you? I was like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't like continuing to just kill Jews and just like, yeah, I'm not going to change though. I'm just going to be. Yeah, uh, that was kind of the whole point. He had to change his name. He was so bad. Yeah. So Saul to Paul. Um, God's yeah, anointed. I don't know. Shit. I don't know. And yeah, and and the 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 tax thing, right? The talk about oh well, if I if there's a way I can avoid paying taxes, I'm going to. There is nothing more un-American than being proud of not paying taxes. I'm going to say it. It's a civic responsibility. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, you, oh, yeah. If I can get, a, if I can make sure that I put as little money into the system that pays for roads, schools, and you know. yeah, so I can, so I can have an extra fucking order of 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 what buffalo wings or some shit. What are you doing with you? Don't do anything cool with your money. It's a, fuck you. It's a very. It's very. But. I, I think at the end of the day, what I'm going to get in trouble if they listen. No, to this. no, you know what? You know what? I'll be honest with you, and I, I want to make it clear because I, I feel like it's like trying to be non-confrontational to maintain some illusion of like neutrality on the situation. But the thing that rolls through my mind when, when I see people defending this shit is like, okay, so you go to church every fucking Sunday, and and you read the Bible every fucking day, and this is still how you come out. What's the fucking point then? It, it, it's silly, you know. It, it's, if this is the kind of people make, they produce, then then that's then if these are the results, then why fuck? Then you are slandering the process. You know, it just takes a lot to overcome the dissonance at the end of the day, and it's not weird. It's totally normal. But it's whatever. Yeah, it's like it's like when, when it's like when uh, people are like, "Hey, man, you should really read the Bible and come to church." I was like, "No, no, I've seen what those people come out as. I just don't think it does anything worthwhile." You know? Yeah. If this is the kind of people and, that it makes, then get fucked. You know. You don't need it. Fair enough. Um, Australian child porn. Let's get let's get into something okay, light. Yeah, I now. guess we've been, we've well, been getting so okay. dark, but let's get into something light. Bas- basically, Australia made it illegal to have uh, children and cartoon porn, and lots of people on the internet are big mad. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 the term. I, I think technically it's called lolicon, lollipop, something like that. Whatever the fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, I saw that word tossed of, around. In the, I was reading through the discourse. I, obviously, if you study neckbeards and incels as much as I do, there's like the defense of child porn is one of those things that always just kind of gets you to like, what's, what's this about? You know, uh, I think of uh, I, I think of Jerry Sandusky when he did his interview with uh, Bob Costas, yeah. where it was like, are you attracted to children? He's like, I'm not attracted to children. I'm like attracted to their energy. And to their spirit. And it's like you just try to find every other way you could like be like justify like, no, I want to fuck kids, but I'm trying to find a way that will make you understand why it's cool. You know? like, yeah. Um, the funniest one was I was reading the comments and they were they're having like a circle jerk. All these guys that were like pro 
cartoon child porn. Right. And one of them was like, don't they real these, these like, you know, uh, puritanical values. They don't have any imagination. They can't realize that just because it looks like a child doesn't mean it is one. And this one guy's like, yeah, I like looking at uh hentai with two dudes fucking, but I'm not gay. <laughs> That's a, that's, a, that's a different category you know that that shit has also you're pretty fucking gay. <laughs> like as if it's like no no you see I, I ran that through my mental vpn and so now it's it's tied to something completely different i rerouted that uh there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with me for these feelings um uh-huh. I, I the libertarian in me really doesn't give a shit i you know i don't there's no actual child being harmed i don't quite give a shit but it is deviant and sick, and I don't know. I never want to be the kind of person that cares, Ugh, you know, that wants to be okay, a moral for, authority on other people when there's no one being harmed, you know. But well, I, I'm gonna I have to speak it. out against we, you we, just in case this audio is ever used <laughs> against me. Well, we we had that, the uh, same argument when we talked about child sex dolls in Britain being banned. Yeah, you know, and you're like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank Christ. I'm sorry. There's a certain point where it's just like I get that there's some weird demented part of you that wants to like let people have liberty but some people <laughs> the worst part of me some people you can just kill right like let, let, let's just let's just say that our you and my personal moral values say that even though we yeah. feel principled about certain things uh we still want to have an avenue to hate certain groups of people who we think deserve hate and that's fine and, and we, we, we I'll, not I'll just hate that. but violence state sponsored <laughs> violence against them I want to find and cut their heads off. That's fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I want to make ISIS videos about them. (laughs) Okay.